news is one of the most insightful businesswomen that I know. Sarah is absolutely amazing. Sarah's wisdom, enthusiasm, and positive outlook on life motivates me to be a better person. Her ability to see the very best in people is just awesome. Sarah's coaching and mentoring inspired me to become an entrepreneur. What an inspiration. Welcome to the Destined for Greatness podcast, where we believe that each person is destined for greatness. I am your host, Sarah Noose, and I'm joined by my handsome co-host, who happens to be my husband, Adam. Hey, babe. Hey, babe. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Doing great. Okay. We have a great show today. Great show. (laughs) We have Jessica Honiger on our show, and she is the founder of Noonday Collection, as well as the author of the book, Imperfect Courage. She's amazing. She is amazing, and she's such a great blueprint for what you're doing. She mm. she has a business running. She's writing a book, mm. wrote a book, and uh, <laughs> doing great things and giving back. Yeah, I love that about her. So for our listeners who don't know what Noonday Collection is, um, they design and sell um, inspired collections of jewelry and accessories made by artisans across the globe. And the whole goal is by partnering with these artisan business is to help a flourishing world, just to help businesses keep helping people and thriving. And, um, and it's just amazing because the growth that they've seen, not only across the world with these artisans, but then here in the U S and you kind of, um, were shocked today when you were on their website, weren't you? I was, you know, I was going through and trying to learn a little bit about uh, the jewelry and what, what exactly Noonday Collection was doing. And, and up pops in the video, uh, one of my best friends from high school, Shane Rigsby, his sister, Erin, <laughs> is uh, one of the top 1% of all the ambassadors out there. And, and I've seen uh, through social media her talk about Noonday for a while. And, mm-hmm. and it's funny, the full circle that comes right. back. Right. That's so cool. Well, it's awesome just to see, you know, the impact that Jessica has made. And what's really cool about it is... Um, it came out of a need that she had. So she didn't set out to start a business much like tippy toes. So I feel like our stories are, are pretty similar with different, um, different, jobs, I guess. But she and her husband, Joe, needed a way to raise money to adopt their son, Jack, from Rwanda. And friends connected her with um, some Ugandan jewelry designers. And one was um, Jalia, who's on her first episode of her podcast, who was awesome. Um, And they were living in poverty. And they um, were able to make this beautiful jewelry. I mean, if you've seen Noonday, which hint, hint, you could check out Noonday and get me some of the jewelry, but it's beautiful. It's bright and fun. Um, and they told Jessica, Hey, why don't you have a trunk show with this jewelry and sell it? And that money can go towards, um, adoption. And Hey, she just was like, all right, you know, sometimes when you get desperate, you do it. So she did it and raised money. And lo and behold, that same night, she realized that she had started a business. How cool is that? So cool. You never know when a business is going to get started. Super cool. (laughs) That's so cool. And then um, most recently started um, or wrote a book called Imperfect Courage and has been on tour with that. And it's an amazing book, which I know... um, you haven't quite read yet, Adam, which I have it. It's amazing. But you said you might download it, right? I'll download it. It'll be a great audiobook. Yeah. I'm big on having books read to me. <laughs> uh, works out a lot better that way. But it, reading about the book, it seems like a great book. Mm-hmm. She talks that uh, 
half of it or a third of it is all about being vulnerable. And uh, of course, that reminds us of our favorite show. The Bachelor. (laughs) (laughs) I get stuck into watching that. Oh, uh, please. Okay, now this just (laughs) took a turn because we're talking about how awesome Jessica is. But you want to watch The Bachelor with me. No. Why do we watch it? <laughs> it's like, uh, we like watch it in hiding. Well, now now it's not. Now everybody it's knows. It's out there. Yeah, it's out there. So, But vulnerable, yes. Vulnerable. But mm-hmm. it is a great book, and it seems like it's all about her real stories mm-hmm. and not something that she's imagined. It's stuff that she's out actually doing. And and that goes back to some of the other great books that like Tim Tebow's written, Shaken, and This is the Day. But he talks about his stories and mm-hmm. where he's been. And I think that's what makes uh, her book special is she's actually doing it and not yeah. just talking about imaginary things. So right. pretty I cool. I love that. I love it so much. All right. Well, let's get started. Well, I am so excited, Jessica, to have you on our show. Thank you so much for making time and being available to us. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to get to chat with another entrepreneur. Yes, girl, I love it. Well, I would like for you to tell our guests, for those people that don't know you, tell us what you do and um, a little bit about what you started. Absolutely. So I own a fair trade accessories brand with a direct sales model. So I started the company called Noonday Collection and we're a fair trade accessories brand. So we are creating meaningful opportunities for people around the world. We work with a network of social entrepreneurs in America called Noonday Collection Ambassadors. And these are women that launch their own Noonday Collection businesses. They're on their schedule, on their time. And they are creating a thriving marketplace for the artists and entrepreneurs that we partner with in around 13 different countries around the world. And so together... We're building a flourishing world where women are empowered and where people are connected, where children are cherished, and where we all have dignified work that we can really believe in and thrive in. I love that. I love it. And you know what I love about you is hearing the story of how you started because starting um, on our podcast a lot, we talk about taking action. There's so many people that have ideas of what they want to do and they don't take action. Now, what I think so interesting about your story is when you started, you didn't know you were starting a business. You were trying to fill a need that you had for your family to adopt. Can you show or tell us that story a little bit? Yeah. And I love sharing my story in general, which is why <laughs> I wrote a book. Because yes. I think we often see people that are in these places of mm-hmm. success. I mean, now we have, you know, 60 employees in our right. Austin office. We have 2,000 noonday collection ambassadors around the country. We have 4,500 artisans that we partner with. But it did not start with a business plan or a business degree mm. or really a whole lot of relevant experience. Right. It did start out of a financial need. My husband and I had two biological kids, but we wanted to adopt to bring a third child into our family. And we've been flipping homes. Mm. And then the crisis hit, the economic crisis hit Austin. And around 2010, we were a little bit, the bubble, you know, burst in 2008, but really caught up to Austin in 2010. And the little nest egg that we had to fund our adoption was suddenly paying for the grocery bills. And we didn't want to stop. Uh, our 
family growth plan that we felt really led that that was uh, we had a child waiting for us mm-hmm. actually in East Africa in a little country called Rwanda. And so, so did I you knew, know who he was like before? We, no, no we, okay. in Rwanda, you just submit your paperwork and kind of say, okay, I'd like a child, you know, three or under, a little boy, right. I'm open to this, this, and this special need, and okay. then they match you. Okay. So we did have an idea, mm-hmm. actually, of, of who we were going to get matched with. Um, so, so in a way, yes. Yes, they okay. They felt high. Okay, okay. And... I knew I needed to start some sort of side hustle and I had previously been in Africa just a year earlier as part of the research and discovery process of how we were going to go about growing our family Mm -hmm. and on a trip to Uganda, which is right next door to Rwanda, I had met up with some entrepreneurial friends of mine and they were specifically in Uganda to create entrepreneurial opportunities for Ugandans, everything Mm -hmm. from like a plumbing business to a mosquito repellent business and one of them had been partnering with artisans and they had partnered with these artisans and had shipped their stuff to America someone had had like a tiny little trunk show at a church or something but otherwise all of these goods were collecting dust in storage Wow! and my friends had said to me on that previous trip just that we've got all this stuff collecting dust in storage you know I know you're pursuing adoption you know if you ever need to like you should sell this stuff and I completely laughed them off. <laughs> I was like, I've got a real estate business. Right. I've got two kids. Like, I'm, no, mm-hmm. you know, thanks, but no thanks. Yeah. But then fast forward several months later, and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, maybe I could sell that stuff and that could be the way that I could start generating some income for yes. our adoption journey. Wow. And I called up my friends. I asked them if that offer was still on the table. They said, absolutely. So I drove down, got all their stuff out of storage, dusted it off, invited a whole bunch of women into my home and was so afraid no one was going to come, was afraid that when they did come, I was going to look like a complete fool. Mm -hmm. We were still trying to make it as realtors, but we're going to hire a realtor that's resorting to this. (laughs) I was afraid of even judgment of what people were going to think about our adoption you know, and if you can't afford if you can't afford it, then why are you even growing your family? Mm-hmm. Just, you know, all mm-hmm. of those those worries that you have when right. you start living into trying to control other people's perceptions of you. Right. And wow. there I stood in my living room a few hours before people were supposed to arrive thinking, man, I, I want to back out. Mm-hmm. I, I want to cancel. Who, who even knows who's going to come? What are they going right. to think about me if they do? But I'm so glad I didn't, and that really was the moment where I learned that courage isn't about being fearless. Courage is feeling afraid and being able to go anyway. And as you opened your podcast, you know, I ha- I do have a bias towards action, as mm-hmm. most entrepreneurs do. And I think that, I think there's this misconception that people who are people of action aren't afraid. That they right. just, you know, oh, they're just courageous people. They're just brave. And it's like, no, 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 no. We, we are afraid. Right. We don't let that fear hold us back. We've learned how to go scared. Yes, yes. Which brings me to your podcast, which we're going to get on in just a little bit. But going scared is one of your big things to say. Like, And I love that because, you know, me being an entrepreneur myself, there's been a lot of things that we just blindly walk like, okay, we just have faith it's going to work. And you know what? Sometimes it doesn't, but I have learned that through the times that it doesn't, 
I grow the most. And I'm like, okay, this is what I'm learning about this no, or this is what, but had I not taken action, or our listeners, if you don't take action, you never learn, you just always wonder. And so I think going Mm -hmm. scared is the best way to go. And really when you're an entrepreneur, you're creating something new and different to you. And so you have to go scared. There, There's, you know, people that a lot of times do the same thing. Like there's other dance businesses, but what I'm trying to do in the way God wired me and what you're trying to do with Noonday and how he wired you is going to be different than another person doing similar, you know, item or thing or something. And so I love that going scared is so great. So you're at this trunk show. People show up, right, Jessica? They did show up. Mm-hmm. Yes. I had women show up in droves and wow. they really responded to the jewelry. And mm-hmm. there was one necklace in particular that sold out. And I had women going, wait a minute, I, <laughs> I didn't get to buy that. Can you get more? Right. And I said, well, would you open up your home like this and mm-hmm. invite your friends in? And they were like, yeah, genius. So that. you thought that right away? Like, well, I, yeah, I love I that. Mm-hmm. I think once people are there and, you know, I'm one of those people, I am an extrovert, but then I tend to want to, I mean, I've I'd always rather be on my couch watching Netflix with my family. Right. Yes. And I think that's surprising because I meet people all the time. I I met someone this week at an event and she follows me on Instagram Mm -hmm. and she's like, you have so much energy and you're so (laughs) outgoing and you're just like endless Mm. energy. I was like, are you kidding me? I'd rather be on my couch. Right. Yes. But I've learned just that that, that's boring. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes. And You know, once I actually say the yes and gather the people, magic happens. So much magic happens when women gather. And that's what I realized that night. There is magic in us meeting face to face and eye to eye and having conversations. And because our products are not just the fashion piece, they really are soulful and they tell a story. Mm -hmm. And it really is about connecting women through fashion to these women around the world. Um, It's just really exciting to get to use fashion is a platform to talk about issues that can sometimes be intimidating to, yes. to talk about or to deal with or you know or, or we we sometimes have analysis paralysis or we think there's nothing yes. I can really do to impact the lives of the poor mm-hmm. and I, I mean noonday collection it's like well you can shop yes and he doesn't want to shop anyway right wear a cute pair of earrings <laughs> and now you can do it and right. really empower women around the world and so I did feel something special in my bones that night. Mm. And then, it, but really it was women who got behind me and pushed I me forward. I love that. And you know what I love about it is your, um, like it, it helps so many people. So it was helping you get to your goal of adoption. It helps women by having, you know, fashion forward items. And then it happens, ha- to help all these women who are making the products. And so it's so many areas are being helped by what your product does. And you know what else I love about hearing your story is the action that you took so quickly. So in the moment, you're like, I'm seeing this is working. Hey, why don't you open your house? So at that moment, um, did you think, hey, I have something started? Or were you just like, okay, this is going to help pay some more bills for the adoption? Were you thinking big picture yet? You know... I so I have this dichotomy in my personality where I'm global big picture, mm-hmm. but I'm also very concrete, and it needed to happen yesterday. Yeah, girl, and I think yes. That combination is definitely what helped me to start. So, in in one sense, I was definitely motivated by 
okay, this, I, I've got to get this $40,000 to mm-hmm. get my kids, you know, mm-hmm. like, so I was definitely, that was a big focus. However, very much big picture happened yes. very, very quickly because I, I realized, wow, Mm. there's a hole in the market because there's no other direct sales company that are storytelling brands that are really making a direct impact. It's not a one for one. It's Mm -hmm. really creating jobs in these other countries. And I immediately went, I, I, you know, I didn't have much cash. So I pawned some gold jewelry that my grandma and mom had given me for special occasions when I was little. Which by the way, can I time out real quick? Because that's huge that you were saying I'm willing to take a risk on myself, which I think a lot of our listeners when they're in the take action, they're wanting somebody to come along and help them, which we do have people, but you have to believe in yourself first. And that's what you did by making that move is you took action saying like, I believe in myself to grow this a little bit more. So I want to praise you on that because I think that's remarkable. Well, and I love that point because I think I I have spent a lot of time waiting on someone else's permission. I think in my, especially in my 20s, I I look back on that period and I'm like, man, I think I did have a bigger vision for my life, but I had been living into a script of how I grew up, which Mm -hmm. is more like a woman's places in the home. So then I'm like, didn't know what to do with my ambitions of wanting to change the world. And, And I do feel like this was my moment where I wasn't waiting on anyone else's permission or affirmation or belief. Yes. But what was calling me forth was this idea of, of something bigger than myself, of creating mm-hmm. jobs for others, of a little boy waiting for us in Africa. And that did help to propel me forward. But yes. yeah, I mean, pawning my gold jewelry, you know, <laughs> was definitely a moment of, Love it. oh my gosh, this is what we've come to. But I immediately used that money to build our first website, which um, it was a very simple website, mm-hmm. um, but it did have that affiliate capability. Love that. Because I, I immediately had thought, okay, there's a hole in the market. Maybe this isn't going to just be me right, someday. Right. I love that. I love that you were forward thinking right away. Now, I'm just going to go out on a limb. And I don't know this about you. Um, do you do the Enneagram? Yeah, totally. Okay, I'm just going to guess because I feel like you and I are so similar. Are you a either seven and a two or a two and a seven? I'm a seven. You're a yep. seven. <laughs> okay. Because yep. I'm like, you know, the two's a helper and the seven's an enthusiast. So I'm like, okay, that's who you are. It, you can just hear it from your voice. Are you close yep. to a two anywhere? Well, I, not really. No? Okay. I, um, you know, it's interesting because I have a lot of wonderful twos in my life mm-hmm. and they are so motivated. They get filled by meeting other people's needs. Right. Whereas mine is a little bit more of global mm-hmm. justice and really changing infrastructures and creating opportunity and helping people find personal freedom. Right. Which sevens are all about personal freedom. Right. Right. And so for me, it's like, well, I want other people to live in freedom. Yes. And for women here in America, it's like freedom and flexibility, freedom in your gifts, mm-hmm. freedom to, you know, build your own business. And then for these families around the world, it's freedom to be able to buy a birthday cake for your kids, you know, freedom to be able to send your kids to school, freedom to be able to dream about the future, which when you are in poverty Mm and, you know, destitute poverty, you, you can't even think about the next day right. you're still thinking about the next meal right. so gosh that's so cool I think so that's cool. been a lot of my motivation I love it I love it okay so can you tell our listeners 
um, when you started Noonday, what like what year was this? And then where are you today with it? Yeah, so I started Noonday in 2010, mm-hmm. and is that what you just asked? I did. You're good. Okay. Yes, ask that, okay, and then okay. and then tell us now, like today, what does it look like? So, so 2010 like, was um, you're opening your house and selling this. Now, 2000, right. you know, almost 19, and you right. know what what does it look like? It's very different, mm-hmm. and I would say even in this last year, my role in it is definitely changing because as an entrepreneur, this first few years, you're just in build, build, build phase mm-hmm. and or start, 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 and I was doing so many things. I, I quickly, after a year, ha- got a business partner, and we became 50-50 partners, and he's operational finance background. Um, he really saw that vision of like, we can scale this into a viable company. Right. And of course, that was a, a huge pivot for me to really say, this isn't just going to be a little side gig. This is full on. I'm taking on a partner. I'm committing to this fully. Right. And, you know, as someone who is a little bit commitment averse, mm-hmm. which sevens often are, yes. what I have found is when I partner with someone else, it kind of traps me. Yes. And it holds me accountable to, sticking with and to taking a long-term view and so that was essential at the beginning that I partner with someone who really carries the vision as equally as I do I love that but then also someone who really understood finance and operations and mm-hmm. kind of thrived in that operator role which yes. me I just I that yeah. is not where I thrive I love it I love partnerships I'm in business with my sister and what I can do you know with her alongside me, it's amazing. You know, the the progress you can make when you're both so invested, pushing forward, wanting the same goal, and you have the same vision, you just go twice the speed, and it's so incredible. That's so so cool. It's so true, it's amazing. I love it. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and so now, today, we have about 60 employees, and we have Mm. a full executive team, and we've really built that team over the last year and a half. Wow. And building an executive team naturally is going to mean that I'm a little bit more out of the business and I'm funneling any of my ideas and vision through them. Right. And so that does mean things are just, my days look different. Mm-hmm. I launched a book in a few months ago. So cool. And right. Yeah. And so that, that was fun and, you know, became a bestseller and I went on a book tour Mm. and I was doing a lot of media and podcast interviews. So that was really taking a lot of my time. And then this year, you know, I launched my podcast Going Scared, which Mm. you alluded to earlier. Yes. All Mm. of this is really being done in order to create more brand awareness for Noonday Collection and catalyze courage in people and help them understand that they are the solutions to the problems that they see in the world. And of course, we would love for them to come along and purchase Noonday, mm-hmm. host a trunk show, and become a Noonday collection ambassador. And so this year has been a wild ride <laughs> because I have become, like, I'm a little bit out from behind my desk. Right. I'm definitely more out in the world as this brand ambassador. Mm-hmm. And it's fun. I feel like I'm getting in touch with kind of me. I mean, mm-hmm. I used to want, when I was little, I wanted to be a Broadway actress and I was a tap oh. dancer. And so I enjoy, <laughs> right. you know, interviewing people and I enjoy talking and I enjoy getting to um, help people see, gosh, you can do it. You've mm-hmm. got what it takes. Yeah. And that's been really 
it's really been fun for me. Mm-hmm. And I've definitely gotten out of a lot of some of the daily stuff I was yeah. doing before and really am growing as a leader, not just the entrepreneur who knows how to start, but the leader who knows how to lead. lead. And that is definitely uh, an intense growth journey for me. I love that. Okay. So I just want to tell you that the world thanks you for this because we've all fallen in love with you. Um, and you talked Mm. about it a little bit, but I want to talk about your book, imperfect courage, a beautiful book. It's amazing book. And what I love is just the way that you talk like we're friends, you know, wh- mm. while you're reading the book. And I love it. And I love the presence that you have on social media. I mean, before I got to talk to you, I was, you know, I loved you. I'm like, gosh, just feel like, yes, same, same. And I think there's a lot of women who see what you're doing, want to make a difference in the world, have a dream. And they see that you've taken action and they're like, wow, okay, if she can do it, I can do it too. Because you're the type of woman. And I told you this before we started is, um, you being available to me and that's just says a lot of who you are in your character. You could have easily told me your schedule was so booked and you couldn't, and it is so booked And but what you did is you made time for people because you truly care about people. And I think that's what makes you different and so likable, so relatable. And then your book was just amazing. And girl, the podcast is awesome. I love it. I'll tell you my favorite podcast. Now I love all of them. I really do. My favorite one, it was either maybe your second one. Um, Jalia Matovo, is that how you say it? Oh, yeah. I love knowing that that was your favorite. Yes. I've interviewed so many well-known people, but um, yeah, I mean, there's nothing that can get you going than hearing from an African entrepreneur. I know, but you know what I loved so much about it is the way God designed this whole thing from a little boy in Rwanda to this woman in Uganda to this woman in Texas. It's like the strings were all attached and he, you, you kept saying yes. She kept saying yes while I'm listening um, to her podcast. And I remember hearing it long ago. And then um, a few days ago, I was like, I want to listen to it again because I remember that being my favorite in the way you guys call each other sisters. And so I highly encourage anybody who's listening to our podcast to go listen to your podcast with her on it. But what I loved is you were both going scared. You were trying to work across the world. And I I know you were talking about like, even how do you wire money? It was all so new to you. So it was scary. And like I was telling you, we're working on a deal in China. It's like, well, I don't really know these people. How do I trust them? How do I do this? We're totally going scared, but so excited and so encouraged by what you've done to know that, oh, we can do this too. It does work. We're all people. We're all designed by God, created by God that, you know what, we're meant to all work together. And so I just was so encouraged by that. And I think other women would be, but to all these women that you bring on, you have some really well-known people on your podcast, which is awesome, but they're sharing the early stages of, hey, you know, it was hard or here's where, um, because I think a lot of times we look at people that we feel like are successful and we're like, God, it must be so easy. It must be so great. And um, I know I tell people like, no, it's been really hard and it's been forever. And now I'm really happy, but I'm not finished. Like you're probably still in your middle and you probably still have so many goals um, to move forward to. So can you tell me like, What's the next big thing for you? What do you have next on your list? You know, it's what's so cool about New Day Collection is that 
we are launching entrepreneurial businesses, both mm-hmm. here in America and around the world. And as a starter, for me, it's just finding those things that I can continue to apply my, that personality trait I have, which is like, you know, start, see the big picture, but kind of ready to execute it now mm-hmm. and in a way that is beneficial to the business. Because I think sometimes entrepreneurs can get bored in the businesses that they built and then they just start blowing stuff up just right. to have something to fix. Right. Um, but what, you know, at Noonday, we are wanting to be a, you know, well-recognized brand mm-hmm. across the entire country mm-hmm. and we have 2,000 ambassadors we want to grow by 2,000 more in this year and so wow. to end 2019 with 4,000 social entrepreneurs in our community wow. and in order to supply all of the growth that they are going to contribute we need more artists and partners and yes. that's where I get really excited because I mean, three years ago, I traveled to a city in Eastern Asia that mm-hmm. um, because of, I'm, I'm not allowed to say, say the actual country right. and name of the city, but we specifically work with women who are coming out of brothels. And mm-hmm. I met with them three years ago and I fell in love with what they were doing, obviously, and just met some of the women who had been radically, their lives had been transformed by being able to no longer um you know, be in these very exploitive mm-hmm. environments and mm-hmm. it put such a fire in me. I got to come back and grow the company at the time yes. because we have long-term commitments to our artists and partners. We're mm-hmm. careful about bringing on new partners so that it doesn't, you know, somehow take away right. from the other partners that we have. And so I was like, we've got to grow in order to take them on. And so that fueled me and we grew and then we were able to launch that partnership. We launched the partnership um, about 10 months ago wow and already they have been able to rescue 10 more women who now have 10 more jobs making jewelry just because of our partnership with new day and that (laughs) so cool absolutely gets me you know i think about the passion i had because of jack my son from rwanda Mm -hmm. and even though i didn't know him i knew you know i've got to get money in order to get him home and i feel that now is transferred to all of these people all over the world that I know are waiting in the wings right now that you know they deserve to be able to send their kids to school they deserve Mm -hmm. to be able to go on a date with their husband they deserve to be able to buy mascara (laughs) right right poverty strips away this human Mm -hmm. dignity and so that is what gets me excited so I'm really looking next year at um going on some of these scouting trips where I'm kind of learning some of the um social issues in some of the countries and some of the vulnerable communities where we want to work Mm -hmm. and then starting to lay the groundwork of launching new partnerships because we, it takes a long time to develop um, jewelry. So we Mm -hmm. design everything. We work with them to make sure these artisans have capacity. We come alongside them with, you know, business growth and capacity building and then also with design. So it takes a long time. Right. Excited to get to focus on that next year and then also just to continue to bring brand awareness to Mm -hmm. New Day and, you know, um, grow the podcast. You know, I have my own email list and then also just continue to get out there and um, let people know that they can be a part of of changing the world. I love it. I love it. And you kind of spoke to it when you said, you know, women to buy mascara. I was thinking about what you and Jalia were talking about when she saw you with the red lipstick and she was saying, I didn't feel worthy of it. 
like you know mm. to do because she was in such a poverty state but she said and and even that just made me feel beautiful when when she realized and so you unlock just so much of who the person is you know they feel like they are poverty not that they're living in poverty that they they feel like that and so you're unlocking just so much for each person i mean i just can't get over the layers that your obedience probably that was put in your heart by god long ago to adopt look at all the layers that have come from your obedience and i love it and i love that you continue to follow in what's next okay what's next and you're taking action every step of the way and by doing that you truly are changing the world and i it's just an honor to hear your story i just love it so cool Mm, yeah girl okay so you have so many ways for people to get to know you so um noonday collection that is something that we've talked about today how can somebody come if they want to find your merchandise and purchase it where would they go you can go to noondaycollection.com and you can host a trunk show if you know of it at Noonday Collection Ambassador in your town. Give them a call. They would love to come and style you and style your friends and change the world with you. Mm. You get free jewelry, which I mean, love who it. doesn't want free Woo-hoo. jewelry? Free bags, <laughs> so fun. Yes. Yes. And then if you're interested in starting your own business with us, then you can head to our website and click on the join tab and you can learn more. You can fill out a form and we will get right back to you. You can also DM me on Instagram. I am very active on Instagram. That's Jessica Honiger with two G's Mm -hmm. and I answer questions over there. And yeah, I've got a podcast called Going Scared. If you are going, I'm too afraid to Mm -hmm. do this. Right. So good. Mm, It's so good. Yeah. And you mentioned my book and perfect courage. Yeah. I love it. I love getting to chat today. I do too. Well, you are just amazing. Okay. I have two last questions that really, I think a lot of our women that listen and men, we have men that listen, um, but that they also want to know. And so they're kind of the things that maybe haven't been asked more, but okay. When you're trying to build a brand, so we're kind of shifting from you've built this business, but now we have a lot of people building your own brand and social networks. That's important. Um, now all of these girlfriends that you have, you have some, I mean, they're all doing amazing things. Do you remember all working together, um, trying to, were you just friends first and you just happened to have a great group of Jen Hatmaker, Jamie Ivy, Rachel Hollis? I'm like, these are all your good friends. Or did that happen as you're pursuing your dream, um, just going in God's path? You know, it really happened. I didn't have a lot of friends when I started out. After about a year, I did get to be friends with Jen Hatmaker, mm-hmm. and she was a little further along in her career, but also had just kind of gotten woke herself, and that's around the time that she wrote Seven, and right. we adopted around the exact same time. We, we both live in Austin, mm-hmm. and so as, as her brand grew, she really took Noonday along with her, and then we, we've just become really good friends, and then Jamie Ivey launched her podcast a little bit after that, and being from Austin, we... Um, we have just been friends for a long time. <laughs> so um, yeah, Rachel has come and spoken at our Ambassador Shine Conference mm-hmm. and kind of was a part of, of our community even before she wrote Girl, Wash Your Face. Right. Which now, you know, became, ended up becoming a New York Times bestseller. Mm-hmm. And then um, different women, I feel, I, I've been very intentional. So mm-hmm. it's not like, oh, we just every day we right. talk, you know, but... 
I've even led leadership retreats where people have flown in to Mm -hmm. be with about seven of us. And we've gone out to my folks have a ranch um, in Texas. And um, so it's been very, very intentional and deliberate. And that was born out of a place of feeling really lonely. So Mm -hmm. I would say my first couple of years, it was like, this feels lonely. I need, and I gave myself permission. I'm a very inclusive person Mm -hmm. and I needed to give myself permission to build friendships specifically outside of my friend group of homeschooling moms or Uh moms that weren't necessarily working. And I was like, I need this. Like I need to have friends that are entrepreneurs too. And so that was really good. I love it. And actually the first time I heard of Noonday was me following Jen Hatmaker because she's um, talks about it all the time and did long ago, which I think is so cool. That's so awesome. Well, I'm just so thankful to have you on our show and have time with you. And I think you're just a wealth of knowledge. So I encourage our listeners to go follow you, listen to the go scared podcast, get your book Imperfect courage and go shop noonday collection. That is so cool. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Oh, you're so awesome. Thank you. If this podcast was helpful, it would mean the world to me to have you rate it, review it and share it on social media. Social media is a big place. And to reach more people, I would love your help. Thank you for joining us today. And remember, you are destined for greatness.